Hi guys, welcome to Intentional Homeschooling. I'm Chantelle and today I'm going to be talking about my nine, like just about ten year old's favorite books. So last week I talked about my 12 year old daughter's favorite books. She likes deep contemporary books is where she's gravitating lately. My son on the other hand, he likes funny books with a lot of fantasy and magic thrown in there. So if you have kids looking for some book recommendations, hopefully last week's video and this video will help you out. As well, I have done videos with my kids in previous years as well. I will do my best to remember to link those in the show notes so that you can watch some older videos so you can get even more book ideas and just see if your kids um, enjoy the same books as mine. Before we get started, if you're looking for even more book recommendations, exposure to books, definitely sign up for my newsletter. I send it out about every week and I usually share what we're reading, what my nine, almost 10 year old, my 12 year old, and what I am reading. And so they're not necessarily like, these are great books suggestions, but these are books we're currently reading. We hope they're gonna be good, but because we're currently reading them, I can't say 100%, but definitely sign up for that so you can hear about more books that you can then check out. And one more thing I wanted to note is that at the end of this week on Saturday, the price for the Intentional Homeschooling membership is going up. So if you have been interested in getting in on the membership, now is the time because it is only $30 for an entire year from when you sign up till the next year, that same date next year. And I'm going to be locking people in at the rate they signed up. So if you signed up at $30, when it renews, that's what you'll continue to pay. But if you cancel and then go back in, it will be a higher price. So there's benefits for people that have stuck around for a long time and that sign up before Saturday. So I've got lots of different downloadable resources. We do a mom book club each season. There are exclusive videos and a community forum. There is a ton of resources there and I would love to have you join me there. Okay, so I'm not really going to separate this into sections other than graphic novels I'm going to do first. The other ones are a little bit less, there's a less defining line because a lot of the books my son likes, they're like fairly contemporary and then there's some magic added in. So we're just going to do graphic novels and then the rest of the books kind of all together. So we've got five different graphic novel series that he enjoys. The first one might surprise some people. It is Babysitter's Little Sister. And I actually don't know why he likes this one so much, but he spent his own money to buy Karen's roller skates. I mean, if you are about my age, you probably grew up reading Babysitter's Club. I think Babysitter's Little Sister, by the time that came out, I was too old for it. But then Karen's little sister, um, no wait, Christy's little sister, Karen, I think. It's been a while since I read it. They started a new series, the Little Sister series. And now they've been doing graphic novels for the Babysitter's Club and also Babysitter's Little Sister. So he enjoys these and he wanted this to be on his list. The next two kind of go hand in hand. First of all, we've got investigators. So these are alligators who are investigators. And there's a little bit of toilet humor because they, you know, go through the toilet. I honestly have not even read this book. I'm not a graphic novel person in general, even graphic novels written for adults. It's not really my thing, so this is not my area, but he loves this and graphic novels really 
are what increased his reading fluency so much and like made him realize that he can read and I love graphic novels for that reason. So Investigators by John Patrick Green he loves and then they have a bit of a spin-off series that just started I think the first one came out in February and it's Agents of Suit. So this is by John Patrick Green and a couple other people as well. And I don't know what suit actually stands for but is this maybe a chameleon? And this is just a spin-off series so he has been loving this. He's constantly asking when the next Investigators or Agents of Suit book is coming out. He's like paying attention to publication dates. He wants to read the new ones as soon as possible. In the same vein as those two is definitely Dogman. I really appreciate how Dogman, um, they have taken classic book titles and done spin on them, uh, done like a spin-off of them. So this one is Grime and Punishment off of Crime and Punishment. Uh, I think there is a list here somewhere. It's got A Tale of Two Kitties instead of A Tale of Two Cities. Fetch 22 instead of Catch 22, For Whom the Ball Rolls instead of the Bell Tolls, Brawl of the Wild instead of Call of the Wild, and Lord of the Fleas. And I think this, this has started some like really good conversations about uh, classic book titles. Oh, there's another one called Mothering Heights from Wuthering Heights. And not that he's nearly ready to read these classics, but it's already giving him a knowledge of classic books and awareness of them that I definitely did not have at his age. So that's cool. So there's that one. And the last one, I remember my brother liking this. So this is by the author of Dogman. It is the Captain Underpants series. And I know this humor in here is not going to be for everyone. This particular book is The Invasion Captain Underpants and the invasion of the incredibly naughty cafeteria ladies from outer space and the subsequent assault of the equally evil lunchroom zombie nerds. It's just a funny, silly book and that is the kind of book my son gravitates to. These are the kind of books that are just like building his reading fluency, so I'm okay with that. Definitely not my kind of humor though. Now we are just going to go on to all the other books. So the first two are two of his favorite authors and I said okay here's these two authors. You can't list every single one of their books. You have to pick one book from each of these authors and he kind of made it sound like that was a little bit hard to do um, but he he picked one. I think he would still recommend pretty much all of their books but first of all we've got Roald Dahl. He picked Fantastic Mr. Fox which surprises me. He has loved George's Marvelous Medicine and Matilda and Witch the Witches for so long. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate. He loves all of them. Um, but this is the one he said was his favorite, Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I am not a Roald Dahl fan myself, with the exception of possibly The Witches. That one I read out loud with the kids and that was it was fun to read out loud. Um, he's, yeah, he's not my cup of tea, but my son loves his books and listens to the audiobooks over and over and over again. And the other author here is Beverly Cleary. And I'm surprised he didn't pick a Ramona book or he, he started listing them all and this is when I was like, okay, you just got to pick one. Um, and I actually don't own the physical copy of the one he said, but his favorite is Henry Huggins. I've picked these up from the thrift store when we go and we have a very random assortment of different editions of these books. But amazingly enough, we do not have the actual Henry Huggins book. 
but he said that is his favorite Beverly Cleary at this moment. Continuing with funny books, this is one I started reading probably about a year and a half ago and I was like okay I gotta stop. This is not for me but I know he will love it and boy was I right. It is a sideways stories from Wayside School and this is by the author of Holes. This is stories of things that happened in a school. Yeah, Wayside School. Like I said, once again, not my kind of humor, but it's his. And I love that there's so many different books available these days and he can find ones that he enjoys, even though they're not exactly ones that I prefer. Next up is a series that is fairly long. I don't know how many books it has now. It is How to Train Your Dragon. And I have never even read this series. That's a lot more common with the books that he reads than the books my daughter reads. I've watched the movie. Apparently they're very different, but he has enjoyed the series and it has lots of illustrations throughout the books as well, which is, it's always fun. It gives books a little bit more of an interest level. Plus the illustrations are very, they look kid drawn. So I think kids can relate to them. He has read this series numerous times over. Okay. This is probably like the exception to a silly, ridiculous book that I actually enjoy. Um, it is Neil Gaiman, also an exception because this is the only book by him that you will probably ever hear me recommend. Uh, Fortunately the Milk though. This is a story of a father who goes out to buy milk for his kids for their breakfast. And to be honest, he gets distracted but when he comes home, his kids are like, where, where have you been? And so he makes up the story, of all the things that happened, and that's why he was late getting the milk. It wasn't that he started talking to a friend and lost track of time. Oh, no, no, no. Um, there was a dinosaur and a hot air balloon and all this stuff. And if you listen to the audiobook, Neil Gaiman narrates it himself, and he does an excellent job. There's also lots of illustrations in the physical copy, though. I am not a Neil Gaiman fan in any other regard. Any of the other books I've read by him, I'm just like, no, not, not for me. But this book is an exception. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. It's an experience if you listen to the audiobook. One of his favorite authors has also been Chris Gravenstein. He wrote Mr. Lemoncello's Library, which will be coming up shortly. And he started this, The Smartest Kid in the Universe. I, yeah, it is a series. So he started the series and he's enjoyed it. It's about a kid who ate a bunch of jelly beans that actually um, made him a genius. Once again, that sounds totally up his alley. Not necessarily my kind of thing, but I'm so glad there are books being written for him. Okay, this one, I feel like it seems to be like the exception to his silly rule, although this one is funny. And once again, I don't actually own the exact book he wanted to recommend. Um, the one he really enjoyed is the first book in this duology. It's called Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus by Dusty Bowling. And this book is about a girl named Avon Green. She was born without arms and like obviously life is difficult for her. She has to learn to do hard things, so do easy things in much harder ways than the average person. This is a really good book for teaching kids determination and um, sticking with things and working hard. But the thing that Avon Green does is she makes up things as to how... reasons. When people point out that she has no arms, she generally 
makes up stupid reasons and pretends that it was actually an exciting story. I'm trying to see here now if it said... Oh yes, um, this is the second book. So um, she would just make up things like, oh, a, a crocodile ate them, or like, what? I have no arms, I didn't notice. And she, she just makes up funny stories and the humor helped a very heavy book. Um, and we all, we listened to it together as a family, we all very much enjoyed the first book, especially, but the second book was pretty good as well. Okay, because I already mentioned Mr. Limoncello's library, it seems fitting that I should share this one. He has read the first three books, and I think there's at least four in the series. I don't really even know much about this. It's a bit of a puzzle book, I think. Oh yeah, if you're watching the YouTube video instead of just watching the instead of just listening to the podcast. There is some interesting images that like obviously have to do something about a puzzle. This is cool. I have not read this one myself, so maybe I should do that yet. That seems to be the only page that has that though. So he, yeah, he's read the first three books so far. I need to get my hands on the, a copy of the fourth one so he can read that one as well. I think the only book I don't have a physical copy of is uh, The Wild Robot. This one, I remember the first time I listened to it, we listened to it together as a family and I was like, oh dear, by the end of the book, I'm tearing up over a robot. Um, it is about a robot named Roz that washes ashore. I think she, her package fell off of a ship or something. I don't remember how it started but she washes up on shore and ends up being opened and turned on and she learns to live in kind of like a, a forest, I think it is. And it was very interesting. And there is a second book out and a third one coming out later this year, I think. And I can't believe I haven't continued this series. I enjoyed the first one so much. The last four that I have to share are very, very heavy on the fantasy. If you have kids that like fantasy, they maybe have read these or they should. Uh, the first one is The Wingfeather Saga. The first book is called On the Edge of the Dark Sea of Darkness. This is by Andrew Peterson. We thoroughly enjoyed this four book series. We listened to it on audio as well. It is so good, but it's so hard to explain. So we follow three siblings, Janner, Tink, and Lily. They live in a world where um, fangs are ruling. They're kind of like walking crocodiles is kind of what they are. And for some reason they need to go into hiding, I think, and I don't want to say much more, but we all really enjoyed this. Then you've got your fairly classic here, Harry Potter. I don't know if this needs a whole lot of explaining. Um, I'm actually surprised my son enjoyed this series as much as he did, but he was constantly asking me permission to read the next books, so that's why it's exciting. And then if you like Harry Potter and the kind of school vibes, magical vibes, uh, Amari and the Knight Brothers is very similar, except our main character is a girl and instead of going to boarding school, she goes to summer camp, but she kind of learns that there's whole, this whole other magical world that she didn't realize was in existence and it definitely has a lot of Harry Potter vibes and is very well written. My son has been begging me to read book two and I have not got there yet, but he's been enjoying this and it's, it's just a new series as well. So I don't know how many books it will have when it's done. And then the final book, if your kids like Harry Potter, Amari, then they'll probably love Keeper of the Lost Cities. So once again, our main character is a girl. She finds out that there's this whole fantasy world. She actually finds out she's an elf and she's a telepath and she needs to help 
the elves kind of like in a, a battle of sorts. I guess there's some things going on that she needs to stop and there's interesting creatures in here and I, I'm enjoying this series as an adult. There are technically 10 books out. The last one was numbered book 9 but the one before it was 8.5 so take that as you will. I think there's just going to be one more book in the series and even I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends. And the girl that narrates these, probably a woman, not a girl actually, she does so good. Her voices are excellent. You can tell which character it is, like she can change her voice so well. You can just tell before she even like tells you who the character is. I've enjoyed the series a lot and so has everyone in our family. I think my husband has even read possibly all but the last one so far. So there are all of my son's favorite books. I told him he couldn't suggest every single book, especially by those two authors. I'm sure he missed a few. Um, but if your kids have similar tastes, I would love to hear what are some of their favorite books, recommendations you can give to my son. I would love to hear it. Thanks so much for tuning in.